everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to... We're going to be talking about what atheists really want. What do we really want, What, Dan? what are we after? Yeah. Just what on the... Because God's it, green earth are we after? It might surprise you, dear yes. listener. Yes. Well, what's fortunate is that we have many, many people willing to gleefully answer that question for us. <laughs> we don't even need an atheist's input no, on the question. No, no, Because they know better than us. They oh, know yeah. best. Oh, they know. You know. They know what they're doing. What do we know? What do we know? We know, like, like do next we, to nothing. Do we even believe anything? Nothing. Shh. How could we be reliable on anything? Ridiculous. Any topic. It's anyway. a ridiculous. Never. No ever, sure. ever, ever, ever. The ever. whole thing is just silly. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah, what do you got? I have a giant Christmas tree, Dan. 85 foot tall Christmas tree. That is giant. Uh, I, I'm going to give you three guesses. Okay, you do know that it is... As of this recording, still October, right? Uh-huh. I oppose all Christmas decorations before... I'm just going on record as saying I oppose all Christmas decorations or references before Thanksgiving. That's my position. <laughs> well, I am so sorry, Dan. Yes. Well, okay, but so I'm go on. give you three guesses okay. as to where this, where this Christmas tree is going to be erected. Where it's going to be planted. I see. Uh, well, guesses. okay. So the traditional places you you look at your uh, your Rockefeller Center, mm-hmm. you look at your uh, White House lawn, mm-hmm. and you look at I don't know. Um, I, is it the White House? No. Oh, no. Uh, it's going on top of the Washington Monument. <laughs> no, I, although I would love that. Uh, no, Baghdad, <laughs> Dateline Baghdad. <laughs> Uh, Yasir Saad, uh, a Muslim, mm. uh, is erecting a Christmas tree this year uh, to uh, uh, support Christians in his country, to show solidarity. Well, that's a lovely thing to do. Isn't that just? Hmm. Isn't that just? And of course, it has to be bigger than all of their Christmas trees. Well, yeah. I mean, he has to show them up. Yes. You know? Yeah. You know, hey... I want you to feel welcome in my country. No, that's not the spirit of this at all. He's putting no. it up in like a, a public space. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, w- with this message, because, you know, like uh, Christians have not always been treated terribly well. No. In Iraq. That's true. Uh, especially, you know, thanks to groups like ISIS. How many Christians do they even have there? Not a lot are left. But you know that, that city of Mosul? Yeah. Right. Uh, That was once Iraq's, essentially Iraq's most diverse city. Uh So there there was a a, a good Christian population there. Interesting. But thanks to ISIS and their going around and marking uh, uh, Christian homes with the Arabic equivalent for the letter N. Oh, gosh. Which uh, they, they, they call Christians Nazarenes. Oh, wow. Sort of derogatory term, right? Um, and, uh, so he's, uh, Yasser Saad is wanting to, uh, spread this, this message of acceptance and, uh, brotherly kindness and community and basically saying, you know, we're all welcome here. I, I want to make sure my Christian neighbors feel welcomed. I'm kind of mad that you're making me support this tree. <laughs> Like I, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about this tree. I feel like that is a, a lovely gesture, and I'm glad that the, that he's doing it. And uh, and I and I don't want to support a Christian a Christmas tree before Thanksgiving, but I'm but well, I do. Right. I support it. Right. 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 It's a very right, large right. tree. Very large. There you go. Eighty five foot. That's that is a not messing around type tree. Yeah. I wonder what any word on the uh, the species of tree. That he's going with? I, uh, I believe it's pure, just completely artificial. Oh, okay. You don't, A, where are you going to get a big big, uh, big tree in the desert? You go to Lebanon, you get yourself a cedar. That would be lovely. I don't think that's what they're doing. Okay. I think it's just a, a bunch of hoops with some fake grass. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, a nice gesture, anyway. Um, I'm going to take us to Rome, Vatican City, 
where mm. a uh, a global conference uh, has taken place, a synod, if you oh, will. Oh yeah. Um, I, this is this is a summit of Catholic bishops, uh, which has been meeting for the last couple weeks, I think, mm. trying to hash out a few uh, a few things in their in you know in their church, trying to trying to figure out some stuff. Wow. Okay. Um, things that they are work that they have been working on throughout this conference, this synod, uh-huh. uh, include but are not limited to um, fighting clergy sexual abuse, um, looking at gay people, and mm-hmm. and maybe seeing if they're maybe real. I'm not sure about that. Oh, the gays. Okay. Uh, huh. And uh, and uh, and think- sort of. That would be to 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 be informed of of my existence. That would be a, yeah yeah yeah. They'll like, let you by know. a bunch of Catholics. Uh, Do am I real? So they basically just released their document that was, that was sort of the approved uh, final uh, write up of the thing. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, they they like argue over the last part of the synod is them freaking out about what goes into this final document. Sort right. Of Right. Um, uh, it did not mention, uh, the words LGBT, the letters, well, it had those letters maybe in it, but they were not in that order. At the, right. Um, <laughs> they were more sort of scattered around sentences. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the truth is that they, through the course of the entire synod, just agonized over the concepts of do we use the even using the word gay mm. traditionally the the catholic church has never used that word they oh. they use the word same sex attracted or <laughs> the clinical homosexual right um matter of fact when pope francis do you remember pope somebody asked pope francis can a gay man be uh, a priest and he said he said this whole thing about you know if they're gay, who am I to judge? Sort of thing. If, if they if a gay person seeks after Christ and blah blah blah, who am I to judge? Did he just think they meant happy? No, no. But it was the first time a pope has ever used the word gay no way. in that context. Wow. Uh, so that was interesting. So they didn't really go far on the on the gay thing. Um, they did talk a bunch about the the clergy sexual abuse, but the big thing is that the document said that women must play, quote, an irreplace- uh, that they play an irreplaceable role in Christian communities, uh, but they're often shut out. Uh, and then it goes on to say they're, they're shut out of decision-making processes and that mm. they need to be, that women need to be uh, included in decision-making at, quote, all levels. Of the Christian of the Catholic Church, all levels. That's what it said. Something tells me there's not going to be a woman in the Pope's office. No, but they can have like a like a hotline. Ask a woman, <laughs> right. right? And so the Pope will be call the hotline. Hey, lady, it'll be his, his mom. <laughs> She's probably not alive now, but it, yeah, he'll just call. He'll just call some nonna in Italy. Hey, is it okay if we do this? See. <laughs> That's okay. It's a good. Some little old lady. Anyway, uh, so how does that work? I don't know. Yeah. How, do, how do they implement this? Definitely not by ordaining them. They're very clear about that. No. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of observers are seeing this as a possible toe dip into the into looking into the ordination of women so whoa a toe dip into the possible looking into yeah into wow the, into that the, is progress into the maybe opening of one eye halfway <laughs> that a, a woman over they stole our dresses okay dan well um i think it would be safe to say the that uh, that a uh, that thank God I'm atheist. The podcast, the podcast itself, uh, is a fan of Stephen Fry. 
Oh yes, I think I think we 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 can be official fans of Steam Fry. If you Actor, don't... comedian, mm-hmm. raconteur, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stephen Joseph Fry. I don't know if Joseph is real. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what his full name is either. Um, however, uh, very lovable uh, British actor. Yeah. Uh, also a, a, a big time atheist. Mm-hmm. If you're not terribly familiar with Stephen Fry, you may remember a couple years ago seeing uh, him on an Irish. Oh yeah, he gave an interview uh, TV show. Yeah, where he he raised some hackles. Yeah, well he uh, he basically called God out for all his atrocities. Yeah, um, and why would he believe in such a god? Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, well, he is uh, he has been received or he has received the honor of uh, the Richard Dawkins Award. Oh, uh, for uh, for evolutionary biology. For honorable and outstanding atheism. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, wow. Way to do some standout atheism. Yeah. Um, this uh, this happened at the CSI Con okay. just recently, like sure. just this like last weekend. Or... CSI being the the committee for skeptical, skeptical inquiry. inquiry. Right. Yes. Uh, and Dockings uh, was was in attendance and presented the award himself. Ah. Uh. And uh, he said, uh, we are honoring him today, uh, meaning Stephen Fry, because of his role in the world of skepticism, atheism, rationalism. He's just about the only real celebrity we've got. Well, now, what the hell? You can't <laughs> say that. As far as like, I mean, Stephen Fry is a pretty big celebrity and he's an outspoken atheist. I mean, he's a he's not a. He's not a celebrity because he's an atheist. No. And we have we have those. Yeah. We have well-known folk like Dawkins himself. Yeah. Right. I just that just seems all kinds of wrong. You I mean there are bigger celebrities that, you know, who I mean not who are uh, well, I mean like people like uh young Daniel Radcliffe is an outspoken atheist. Oh, is he? Yes. Uh uh there's a whole bunch. I don't know. I don't know. Why are they all British? Of- well, because there's, I think there's less social consequences actually in Britain yeah, to I'm be sure. atheist. I'm sure well, that's great, uh, but nonetheless, yeah. So a big deal, yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, that's and that's a, one of the things about Stephen Fry that I, I think is also uh, laudable, and which is why you would give him an award like this is that he's he's he goes onto television mm-hmm. and he says things. He doesn't hold back. Right. He doesn't hold. And he's desperately well spoken. Yeah, no kidding. He's he, he when he the way that he presents these ideas mm-hmm. is so delightful and yet incisive and right. withering. Right. And the one thing that I really liked uh, that he says um, about sort of himself and his own position is that uh, even though that he does shun theism, mm-hmm. uh, he embraces emotions. And biases that that permeate rationalism, skepticism, and atheism. He says, we are immensely emotional, and being skeptical and being rational is not denying that. It's understanding it. It's understanding the part emotions have to play, and ritual and ceremony and metaphor and symbol, which are the substance of art. Um, That these are also the substance of a lot of ways human beings behave. And I think that's really nice, mm. right? Yeah. And it's it's I think it's really good to give an award like this to an artist, mm. to somebody who's connected to the humanities, because let's face it, skeptics, atheists, yeah, we can be a kind of a sadly, uh, kind of a a brutal bunch. Well, yeah, and there's also this whole this this concept, this idea that. It's the scientists. It's just, yeah. it's, it's the, you know, it's the STEM people. It's the engineers yeah. and whatever. And, you know, it, yeah, it's the, a lot of the people who are out there in front of cameras uh-huh. talking are artists. So right. it's good to, it's good to have that viewpoint sort of just out there and open and, and delightful. He does it delightfully. Yeah. That's the thing. And he, uh, he emphasized the importance of, um, uh, uh, atheists embracing sort of a graceful demeanor, mm. right? Mm. He quoted or, uh, Oscar Wilde, the ability to play gracefully with ideas. Um, I think it's very important from the skeptical rationalist 
secularist atheist movement uh, that we remember to be graceful. I like that. Yeah. Although I don't think word, that was the quote the, from Oscar Wilde. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, the word grace tends to throw one into reveries of Christianity, but I but he, that's but, not how he's using it. And I well, love and I love the what he and we haven't I talked about this idea. in a really long time. It's using those words that do still that can be useful. Uh huh. Right. And just because there is another definition of grace. Right. That has something to do with Jeebus. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it doesn't also just, you know, mean what it means. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's lovely. And he's great. And if you haven't, I think a bit of Fry and Laurie is on Netflix now. And <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen that, it's a it's dopey, nerdy fun uh, from the 80s and 90s. So mm-hmm. that's a fun thing to see. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, that Dr. House is originally actually British. Well, he has such an amazing American accent. He does a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take us to Iceland, where uh, I, there is a national church in Iceland. It is the, oh. it is the national, uh, the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Iceland. Does anybody go? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Those three women from down the street? No, more... Uh, well, okay, so maybe you're not going to be uh, pleasantly surprised by the numbers that I'm about to give you. Uh, ah. The young people do not go. Oh, um, okay. But apparently, there was a new Gallup poll that found that only... Now, uh, let's see. Two decades ago, so 20 years ago, 60% of people in the country had a strong or complete trust in the church. Oh. That is now down to 33%. Wow. And it is a state church? Yep. Whoa. Yeah. It's not for long. (laughs) And nearly 40% of people have little to no trust. Yeah, okay. Wow. uh, Now, you may recall that uh, not long ago, uh, there was a a poll where they were literally of people under 25, 0.0% of them... uh, Accepted right. the idea that God created the universe. Right. Amazing. So. Amazing. That's a. Uh, yeah. Iceland's church belief is on a steady slide down to nothing. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen the the big central church that's in Reykjavik. Have you ever seen the pictures of it? It's actually a lovely building. I, oh. I've been to it. It's lovely on the outside. Don't go in. It looks horrible. It's so stupid on the inside, but it's a uh, it's quite the monolith oh. from the outside. It's it's beautiful, but it may soon just be a relic that's that's uh that's uh, you know symbolic but Tur- turned into a coffee shop. But like yeah, exactly. Go 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 and buy some clothes there or something. <laughs> Church mall. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I've got a little story from Iowa, Dan. Okay. Of a brave, brave man um, who uh, walked into an Orange City Public Library. I would assume actually it's the Orange City Public Library. I looked up Orange City. It's a population of about 6,000 people. Okay. Okay. Um, and it is the county seat of the most conservative county in Iowa. Okay. Okay. So fairly conservative. Yes. I would assume. Uh, Paul Dorr is the man's name. Uh-huh. Uh, he, uh, about an hour before, uh, the OC, Orange City, OC Pride kicked off. Okay. There's OC Pride. Good for them. A town of 6,000 people. That would be a gay pride. Yes. Thing. Yes. It's the second annual. Okay. One of these. God bless him. About an hour before the event, he uh, started a live Facebook video streaming thing, right? And he stood outside of the Prairie Winds Event Center and lit four LGBTQ-themed books on fire that he had just checked out from the library. <laughs> He burned library books? Yes. He checked them out, and he burned them. There have been people fighting against the library for uh, even having LGBTQ books. Oh, my God. And uh, earlier this year, a group petitioned the library 
to maybe move the move all the LGBTQ themed books into one area or to mark them or something, right? Can you just put them in the bathroom? Put, <laughs> we know we know they. I heard they like bathrooms. They're disgusting people. So put them in. Put them where they they're going to be anyway. Uh, no. Um, so this gr- a group of concerned citizens petitioned the library uh, earlier this year, and uh, the library responded by actually reorganizing how the library was laid out. It, it had been by author's last name. Uh-huh. And so they, they adopted a very common way of organizing a library by subject. Okay. Which is totally acceptable. And, and then perhaps, author's last name within the subject. I would assume so. One assumes. Yeah. And... Uh, so wait, the entirety of their library was just alphabetical by author's last name it's a small town library <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody got the whole library thing was dewey of decimal. degrees dewey dewey decimal yeah. the entire thing no it wasn't not even that good apparently oh no it was oh yeah because dewey decimals at least by topic yeah yeah no you're right uh yeah it's like the whole thing was a fiction wow section. yeah um no yeah so uh th- they did that uh-huh. and that seems like a, they they actually are more in line with how libraries organize themselves. Right. And they were able to meet the the sort of the concerns of a specific part of their community. Sure. And they did it through legitimate means. Well, uh, the good folk running the library have uh, gotten together and they're trying to decide if uh, they're going to uh, press charges and what they're going to do. Yeah, with because Mr. this Dorr. is not how book burning works. You don't burn someone else's books. Oh, I think that's probably... Yeah, I think that's how you 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 burn whatever books you can get your hands on. Yeah, but that's destruction of someone else's property, and so sure. Yeah, I think. Well, he's not going to go out and buy these books, Dan. <laughs> get onto Amazon and buy gay themed books. The point is, you find the books that your kids are reading that they bought themselves, and then mm. you burn those or whatever. I suppose that's a way to do it. Uh, the books that were burned include uh, two boys kissing. It's a oh. young adult novel. Um, oh. There's uh, another title, uh, Morris Micklewhite and the Tangerine Dress. It's a children's book about a boy who likes to wear a tangerine dress. Oh, my. Um, this Day in June. Uh, it's a picture book about a pride parade. I see. And uh, the fourth one that was burned, uh, Families, Families, Families. It's all about non-traditional families. Right. And uh, these were horrifying horrifying terrifying books concepts to him basically pornography check them out (laughs) yeah all right well there you go i hope that they reorder those books immediately i'm sure they will as well as 12 more i'm sure he'll be fined if not imprisoned and his (laughs) library card is summarily revoked (laughs) because screw that guy well since we're talking about libraries, oh, uh, I'm going to take us to Houston, Texas, where uh, Drag Queen Story Hour, we've talked about this as a concept before. There, <clears throat> It happens in libraries all over the country. Uh-huh. Who else would, who better to read like picture book stories to kids than an over-the-top drag queen? I think it's delight, sounds delightful. It sounds like a great, a great time yeah. would be had by all. So, um, <clears throat> typically, drag queen is is pretty animated. Yeah, it's like they they probably got children book delivery down perfectly. They got some drama in them. Yeah. We'll just say that there's some drama there. Uh, these uh, ladies have been doing it in Texas, and some folks are they're getting their noses crinkled. Oh no! About the whole thing. Oh uh, no! So much so that especially one fella. Uh, one Christopher Severe uh, filed a lawsuit. Okay, uh, <laughs> claiming that uh, that allowing this is an endorsement by a public library Uh-oh. of the religion of secular humanism. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! The number of steps that he had to get that he had to like fake. To get to that conclusion <laughs> are astounding. Um, if that name rings a bell, Christopher Severe, it 
it may or may not to some of our our listeners. Um, this is a man who spends his time. He's a lawyer, and he spends his time suing people for not being Christian. Basically, it is <laughs> it is a goal of his. Oh my god! It is what he does. He sued Apple back in 2013. <laughs> I can't even say it <laughs> for making devices. Upon which he could view pornography. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like this is your problem, sir. Yeah. At at which point, but he then went on to uh, to petition. uh, He has a very strange (laughs) relationship with computers because then he petitioned to marry his computer. Because if two men can marry each other, then all hell has broken loose and I can marry whatever I want to. Boy, he did it. Wasn't that isn't, isn't that genius? This guy isn't too bright, is he? No, no. I mean, he I hate not. to like go straight to that, but like <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Gay marriage is madness, and uh, and so why isn't everything on the table now? Um, <laughs> last year oh, he sued four Democratic members of Congress uh, for having the a rainbow flag outside their offices. Oh my god! Because that. Apparently, was an establishment of the religion of homosexuality. Don't you, don't you know? Oh my God! Uh, he should actually say that it's un-American because they support the nation of, of the of nation gayness. of gayness. Because yes. I mean, nations have flags. I mean, at least right. go for that. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't call it a religion. Yeah, it's treason. He should he should be suing them for sedition. Like if they had like a cock cross on their door, maybe. Uh, oh, he'd be fine with that. <laughs> I just like that you said you just said cock cross. Yeah. Oh, I two I, cocks. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you, you know? now. I'm like, wait, wait, what? I'm trying. I was trying to, be, but a cock cross is a beautiful idea. Well, yeah, but like at least it's related to religion. That's well, what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, why isn't that the gay flag? <laughs> I guess it <laughs> the gay Christian flag. Yeah, the gay Christian. two crosses, two cocks crossing up in the blue field. Yeah. Right. I guess it's and not. Then, it's exclusionary of, of lesbians. Can we get a a boob or a vagina on there somewhere? I don't know how that works. I don't either. All I right. mean, I guess I see it could be a bunch of. It could be fifty boobs, <laughs> right? Instead of fifty stars, and, a, and then a nice and a, a nice big cock cross. Cock cross. I like it somewhere on it. I don't know how that works. All right. Well, you flag designers out there, get get to work. You've got a job ahead of you. Vexillologists. God damn you. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to send us an image of your cock cross flag, uh, you can do so by writing into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join is a closed group, but we'll let you in. And also just check us out on Reddit. Find our subreddit. It's thank, or it's, I'm sorry, it's TGI Atheist. Hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Do you remember the last time Democrats controlled Congress? Just like what a bloodbath it was in this country. Oh, you mean all the murders? All the murders. Yeah. Oh, my because God. Because they, they just legislate murders against Christians. Yeah. That's yeah. what Democrats do. It, right? Well, it's it's like number three on the platform. <laughs> Murder all Christians. Well, anyway, uh, Rick Wiles, yeah. lunatic extraordinaire. Yeah. What a fantastic fella he is. Uh, he's got some things to say. Some warnings. Pastor Rick Wiles. Yeah. Uh, he's got warnings to all these these Republicans, yeah, and would be voters. This this Marxist communist antichrist revolution that is in full bloom in the United States of America, folks, make no mistake about it. This thing is anti-Christian. Yes, they hate God. These people are against God. These people love to abort babies. They love to promote sexual immorality. They, everything that drives them is in opposition to God yes. and his moral laws. That yep. is the centerpiece of their 
agenda. They see God as the problem. Yes, they see God as the problem. Listen to me. Every nation that has been taken over by Marxist communists, they immediately kill the pastors. They immediately kill Christians. They immediately burn the churches. Why? Because the cross is their enemy. Do not be fooled by what's happening in America. The people, these anarchists in America, their enemy is not the Republican Party. Their enemy isn't corporations. Their enemy is the church. They're coming against the church. Yes. And I've been warning people for years and years and years. You better get ready. You better be prepared. If these people ever get power, they're going to slaughter tens of thousands of pastors, tens of thousands of Christians. They will spill blood in America. That is their purpose. That is their objective. You know how uh, you and I, Frank, we're we're atheist podcasters. Mm -hmm. We're out there open atheists it's right. it's our gig it's what we do uh-huh. uh you know how when you wake up in the morning and you're just like how can i oppose god today <laughs> like that's my that's re, it's the driving force behind everything that i do it's well yeah it's uh i've got a, i've got a little uh w affirmation that mm, i say every morning oh um, uh, sort of a mantra mantra sure i will oppose god today <laughs> i will oppose god today how can I do it? Gonna... I will oppose God today. It's the driving force. It's yeah. the driving force. Yeah. That and I do love aborting babies. <laughs> well, oh, good God. Let's not talk about it Let, too yeah, much because yeah, yeah, yeah. we we're going to get, we're we're gonna gonna get to stuff back around to this um, a little later. But however, what a delightful thing uh, he just came up with. <laughs> well, we had some folks write into us. Um, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Um, the first one is from Lum, or Lum. Mm -hmm. Hi, Brank and Dan. My name is Lum, and I'm from Malaysia. I began listening to your podcast around March of this year, uh, starting from the first episode and catching up the episodes. Oh, wow. Now around the episodes leading up to the 2016 USA election. Oh. I just wanted to tell you that listening to you dis discuss about politics back in 2015, 2016 is like watching a historical movie where I already know the ending, but just watching how much rational Americans don't believe Trump will be elected. Then the last 15 minutes of the movie explains how the lead up explains this lead to World War Three. It's like watching how people didn't realize how horrible Hitler would become. Watching the the reenactment of how the world and the world leaders uh, underestimated Hitler, not paying attention to him, not paying attention to how much lunacy could, he could rally behind him, and the ending, and then the ending leads to World War Two. Yeah. I have still not decided if this is comedic or terrifying, but history does seem to repeat itself. Indeed, I wish the best to you and your podcast, Lum. Oh, thank so you. in four years, when he uh, hears this. Thank you. <laughs> he, she. Sorry, I don't actually know the gender of Lum. Um, yes, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, I, I mean, I can imagine hearing us gleefully saying, well, there's just no way. Right. I'm sure we said it. Uh, yeah, everybody was saying it. Because there's no way that Donald John Trump, that goofy clown, could be taken seriously enough by enough people in this country... To be elected to the highest office of the land. But he had great ratings on NBC, so he knew. He knew. He knew. He, oh, it's so sad and very frustrating. <laughs> we we are going to try and avoid that World War Three, though. Don't worry. We'll we'll do our best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's sending active military to the border right now. So that's fun. That's delightful. Uh, Taylor wrote into us, Hey guys, uh, I had this experience at work today and I wanted to see what your take is on this. Uh, we have a wellness program through the HR department of the organization I work for. Via email, they send us recipes, options of, for workout classes, 
new organization-sponsored health care centers or health centers, etc. It's actually pretty cool, and the semi-monthly health tracker challenge helps me get off my ass. Um, we just got one for the holiday season, and it's based on what they call the, quote, dimensions of health. There are six. Emotional, physical, environmental, cultural, financial, and spiritual. Right. Spiritual. That one gets me. And to put a fine point on it, they have us fill out a survey before and after each challenge. I've attached a screenshot of the questions they asked about my spirit uh, of the questions they asked about my spirituality. As someone who has been particularly, who, uh, sorry, someone who has not been particularly quote spiritual since my defection from the Mormon Church at age nineteen, this bothers me. How am I supposed to answer these questions as a secular person? How am I supposed to assume my lack of spirituality affects my health if it is indeed a dimension of it? Anyone who just thought I'd uh, throw the bone to someone who might understand. Thanks, Taylor. Okay, repeat the six dimensions real quick. Emotional, physical, environmental, cultural, financial, and spiritual. I want to know how spiritual is not encompassed by cultural and emotional. No kidding. Because it seems to me that... And I always have a problem with the word spiritual because mm-hmm. everyone who uses it defines it completely differently than right. the person next to them. Well, I bet they have a pretty specific definition. Didn't she say she sent a screen, sh- screenshot of the questions? Or uh, They said that, yes, they did. Um, and I can pull that up. Let me see if I can find it. I'm just kind of curious to see what those questions were because, you know... Um, if, uh, it could be really frustrating if it's super churchy, right? Like It's not super churchy. Um, so here here are some of the questions. I've got to pull this closer to me because I've got to be able to read it. Um, I appreciate – please. so this says, please rate each statement related to your spiritual wellness listed below. I appreciate the individual uniqueness, diversity, and need for connection among all people. I have an appreciation for the depth of life, death, and universal human connection or consciousness. That's getting pretty wooey. I recognize there are many spiritual paths and that every spiritual tradition recognizes and teaches basic principles or laws of wise and conscious human conduct. Bullshit! Yeah. I mean, it's nice. I mean, first of all, this is trying to sort of enforce a non-bigotry that I think they can't really enforce. Right. But I kind of like it in the sense of, like, they're they're trying to make religious bigots maybe be less religiously bigoted. Like, this seems like, if I were to try and get into the head of the person who wrote that, uh-huh. I'm guessing that, they're, that they were aiming that question at Christians who hate Muslims. Right. Or Christians who hate Jews or whatever. Right, right, right. And that I'm okay with, but also I look at a lot of spiritual traditions and I'm like, um, that's bad for you. Yeah, you absolutely. Sh- you, you that They have bad ideas. I mean, there are core ideas that are good. Don't murder people's nice. Yeah, yeah but we can agree on that without. Yeah, we don't need a religion for that. What we need is somebody not to say gay people need to be murdered. Yeah. That's what we need. That, that would be a bad spiritual tradition. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was one more question, which was, I am consistent in my behaviors with my beliefs and values. Okay. Fine. I mean, I guess, so you know what? I'm not a hypocrite. There's something to that. There's something, you know what I mean? Like, there's a healthy, there is health in, A, establishing a set of values that you can stick to, uh-huh. and B, sticking to them. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably that's a good one. I think there's stuff there that's that I'm okay it's with. Sort of miscategorized, and I don't like the phrasing. Yeah, it's tricky. I get it, but I'm 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 not hating it as much as some things. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like I attend weekly services. Right. And blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. They've they've I'm an active participant. Definitely my, avoided that. You know. I don't know if it were me. I follow a living prophet. <laughs> right. If it were me, and it's not, uh, I am the kind of person who would write to my HR and just be like, hey, I feel excluded by this. Do something. 
Yeah. And what's interesting is that they've chosen spirituality and they've structured it in such a way that they feel like they're being very inclusive. Yeah. Right. But they're not. But they're not. And boy, anywho. All right. Anyway, uh, we should talk a little bit quickly about Patreon. Yes. Uh, Here's the thing. We, Frank... And and this isn't an announcement that means anything to you guys, but we're actually going we're going to be going through some some transition stuff on the technical side of our show, mm-hmm. and we don't know what that's going to end up meaning. It might be trouble for us. Uh, anyway, all of this is to say that this show doesn't just happen. We don't just sort of make it. It's not magical. Mm. We put in work for this Indeed, show. Yeah, uh, and if you appreciate the show and you appreciate the work we put in. Uh, Please support us. We Please we we, we would really appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. So uh, what you, the way you do that is you go to thankgodamatheist.com, you click on the Patreon button, uh, and it just sends you to a link, and you can just become a donor. You can donate at whatever mm-hmm. y- uh, level you feel comfortable in, mm-hmm. and we uh, we're there for you. We we want to help you. There's some, you know, if you donate at a higher level, you get some other some some uh, nice gifts mm-hmm. uh, and whatever. And, uh, and so, yes, we would really appreciate your uh, support, as we do of our Lord and Savior, our top donor, our most important VIP, Jenny! There she is, in all of her glory. How we love her. Amen. A to the Lord. Well, Frank, Dan, you know how before Rick Wiles was telling us all about uh, what we believe as what atheists, you and I believe, oh, atheists, what all in general. atheists believe, and uh, and he conflates a lot of things. Yeah, first of all, we're all apparently Marxist communists. I didn't know that, which is amazing. Like he literally says, Marxist communists. Yeah, uh, not s- socialist, not not like uh, democratic socialists, which is what. I think he, I think that's the real complaint is that we're all democratic socialists, which many of us are. Yeah. But no, Marxist communists, they're bringing back the Red Scare. And this time uh, we're, we're the ones that. Well, because, yeah, because we're hateful, awful thing. The things, our goals, Dan, our platform, as it were. Yes. Uh, uh, we hate God. Uh, we love... It's hard to hate something that's not there. It's, no, we hate him. It's hard to hate fake things. It's, which is so funny because that's the, that's the thing that Christians talk about nonstop about us is that we hate God. And it's like, dude, yeah. the one thing that we definitely do that all <laughs> atheists have in common, and it's literally the only thing thread that runs through every atheist, yeah. is that we don't even believe in that dude. Right. So how do we can't hate God can't harbor hatred toward any more than we can hate Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, as a as a, as an exists as an extant being. Right. I mean, I do hate Winnie the Pooh. You can't hate Winnie <laughs> the Pooh. That's impossible. I I hate Disney's Winnie the Pooh sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I I, I Not suppose the stuff. I suppose if he he uh, I I could I don't even know that I do hate the concept of God. I suppose. I don't even bother don't hating a, that. I don't. I don't really have an active emotion about the concept of God. I really dislike the concept of God. Yeah, I suppose. I don't really hate it though. I mean, um, to me, the concept of God uh, is is negative in that it influences a whole bunch of people to do a whole bunch of dumb shit. Right. And that and and I dislike the fact that people still believe in that dude. Right. But there's no guy there to hate. Right. Like, exactly. we don't hate him. So what about killing babies? I mean, obviously, we love to kill babies. <laughs> and by that, I mean abortion. Yeah, no, the this... thing is, I, I, what's really funny is that the narrative that they said talk about in terms of, like, who's getting abortions, they're wrong. They they talk about it's, it's uh, you know, irresponsible teens, it's... You know, slutty atheist ladies mm. and uh, and black women. Right. They, these are the people that they that they trot out as the people who are committing all the abortions. It's not true. It's 
housewives with other children hmm. who are the vast majority of recipients of abortion. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So it's their people. Because they, they know. They don't want more. Right. They know how many they want. They're, they're, they're done or else they don't want another one right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have friends who have had abortion. You know, I have friends who are mothers who had a child, didn't want to have another one right away, mm-hmm. got pregnant, abortion, have mm-hmm. another child, accidentally get pregnant again, abortion, have another child. You know, like it happens all the time. And mm-hmm. that's who's having the abortions. Right. But they must hate babies. They must. Well, they hate God. Anyway, uh, I they, do. They, I will say this. I do want to pro- promote sexual. Well, what he called sexual immorality. Right. I'm all about sexual freedom. Yeah, for sure. It's I so mean, funny. Do you know when the Texas law, when when the, the law that went to the Supreme Court that knocked out all of sodomy laws? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you know when that happened? It was in the early 2000s. It was in the early 2000s. It was yeah. like 2003. Uh-huh. Lawrence something or other, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. People think that that happened like in the 60s or 70s or whatever. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That only just... It, it was illegal to give a blowjob in Texas until the early 2000s. Unreal. <laughs> Not often enforced, though. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, and never enforced against, you know, people who should be giving Straight white folks or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine... I look at the face of of uh, Rick Wiles, and I think that guy has got to be into some kinky ass shit. <laughs> like that yeah. dude is gross. Oh no! In the bedroom. Ew. But I say more power to you if you can find someone else who's, you know, enthusiastically consenting to whatever your shit is. Yeah. Go get him, Tiger. Right. Love it. As long as they're adults. Yeah. Okay. So so he's right on that one. What about uh, killing Christians? Well, that seems to be the crux of things. This is not the first time we've heard the claim that Christians are going to be killed. Right. Uh, we Baker loves, loves to talk about how much his life is in danger all the time. Right. Uh, and how much Christians are going to be murdered and stuff. Um, just for being Christian for, for being Christians. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I've never, that's never been something I agreed to. How did that get on the platform? <laughs> who's, who's in charge of this agenda <laughs> that we have? Cause, um, uh, cause yeah, no. Also there's like, who's doing the killing in this, in these United States? Cause it ain't us not at the moment. Yeah. Um, could be us. Could be us. You know, we really we have, should clearly get off our duffs. Um, well, because. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's killing happening. And we're just not participating. <laughs> it's It does seem like it's a cultural touchstone that we're just not even. We're not even participating in the culture. Oh, I know. By not killing. I know. Um, I do own some guns. But you've never used them toward humans. No, I haven't. Not I, even I, probably aimed one at one. No, no, <laughs> it would be horrifying. An, a, uh, an intruder? Do you have one positioned where it'd be useful, or are they all? They're just they're antiques that you just keep for. Oh, I shoot going them. out and I, uh, yeah, enjoying. I, I from take time them out. I take them out shooting every now and then. Right, but yeah, but you mean, don't keep one by the bed. No, no, mm. that would be yeah. Keep like a hatchet maybe by the bed. <laughs> like, the, the, yeah, I live in a, a the traditional rougher, straight white part of town, Dan. Golf club, this this retirement community. Yeah, it's in the it's it is in the the, the rougher <laughs> part of town, which is why we know that nobody's going to break in. Mm. They, they're going to assume there's nothing of value here. They break in over <laughs> on the east side. Anyway, you know, here's the thing. One of the things, though, that I did want to ask is, what do you think about the goal that? I would say some atheists do have of eradicating church, of getting rid of the church. I know. Every once in a while. Or religion as a concept. So I, I have this, uh, it, it, it's, it, it, it's never like a fully realized like level of, of true envy. But every once in a while, I hear some story in China, right, 
Uh, <laughs> of just like just not not dealing with the the religious bullshit and the regime is just like no fuck mm, no right no you can't and, do that and every once in a while i'm just like damn how nice would that be and then i hear about the concentration camps mm-hmm. that they're putting muslims in at the moment yep and, and they're and they're mistreating christians and they mistreat christians legitimately um and uh, and i go no that's just not that's not the right way of, of handling it. it's no you, you can't just outlaw it you just you can't just uh persecute the people who won't give up their beliefs no like it's just it's disgusting and uh and it's evil and uh and i'm i'm really upset at china right now because boy if they could just pull off the whole (laughs) atheist nation thing without being dicks yeah i would applaud them but But they're having to be dicks about it right because you can't enforce it right that's the thing is that uh, I think if, if there's one thing, look, there's plenty of shit about the United States of America and our founding documents that I disagree with that I think are not working and need right. to be fixed. Right. But one of the things that I do believe in is uh, freedom of conscience and freedom of belief. Like you yeah. need to be able and allowed to believe as you see fit. Absolutely. Uh, religiously speaking. Right. Um, so the the mechanism whereby we relieve ourselves of the dangers and the uh, the the things that are genuine problems with our with the church uh, with the ch- with with theological belief mm-hmm. cannot be enforced by government. Mm. It's just never going to work because you're going to end up with horrible things. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up doing bad things to uh, to good people. Right. So what we need to do is, uh, so so the only real mechanism that c- could be useful for this is getting rid of people, uh, g- getting rid of their uh, the 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 religion by social ref- social pressures, hmm. which is to say, show that science is important and that science is real and uh-huh. and and enforce that culturally. Right. And uh, and then when religious belief becomes problematic and becomes dickish and becomes, uh, yeah, is awful. Right. We socially shun that. Right. And that's the way we need to do it. And, mm-hmm. and we, we but the other thing is we need to welcome people out of religion. We need to make non-religion. A welcoming thing. Oh yeah, a happy place to be. Right. Uh, which I think that's one of the things that maybe we, as a as a group of atheists, need to work on. Hmm. We need to work on a safe landing for those who want to leave. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like. I'm not sure that I do either. But it needs to be. I mean, if we had an agenda. As as a sort mm-hmm. of loosely held group of people, mm-hmm. that should be on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, okay. So that's on it. Uh, promoting uh, education mm-hmm. is on it. Yeah, and and uh, especially those, especially those STEM sure uh, fields. Yes, absolutely, the STEM fields. But we also need, as we talked about earlier with Stephen Fry, we need mm-hmm. artists we do. to be to be doing to be making art mm-hmm. that is uh, that is promotion of reason and and love and intelligence and all these things without God. Here, so maybe this is something that we could do, Dan. Hmm? Uh, so there's the little park that we talked about last last episode. Yes. Why not just have like a, a big brain? Art piece. Art piece. In the same park. That celebrates uh, reason and logic. I, I'm proposing it. I'm going to go to the uh, city council. Yeah. And really? propose a brain sculpture. Brain sculpt Brains. Brains. <laughs> and the kids can climb on it. That'd be fun. Yeah, big giant brain. Everybody'd love a good big brain. Yeah. Check out Who the big, like brain big brain on Brad. Everybody likes to think they're, they're a smarty. Yeah, People and that's brains. well. No, I mean that's the other thing is that uh, the the whole everybody likes to think they're a smarty thing. We need to promote that as being a virtue again, <laughs> no, because in this country especially, but in other countries also, um, 
being smart has become snooty, has become equated with being an elite. And and an elite is bad uh, somehow. You know, if mm-hmm. you if you're college educated, then you've just gone against God. Well, I mean, they have recognized that educated folk tend not to participate as much at church. Yeah. So. Yeah. In fact, maybe just don't go <laughs> at all. So. Yeah. Of course, they hate education. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, I think I think that social mechanisms and cultural mechanisms are the are the ways whereby we need to uh enact change in the world and we need but we need to be very careful and very uh strident about uh church state separation absolutely i think that's the most one of the most important things that we but in that messaging mm-hmm. i think we could do a fuck ton better job of saying to the religious uh, groups out there, the religious people, we're not trying. We don't want you to stop your religion. We're not trying to ruin your religion. Right. We're trying to protect it. Right. And we're trying to protect us, and we're trying to pr- protect everybody. Right. The wall of separation between church and state is for your own protection, and we want you to be able to practice your religion mm-hmm. as your conscience dictates. Yeah. And we do not get that message out very well. No. I mean, God bless them. I, you know, I love the FFRF, mm-hmm. but even their name is antagonistic. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even the title of the organization, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, is an antagonizing one. And I feel it's like antagonizing it, to them. It sounds great to me. Sure, but what I'm saying is that we need to get the word out that our efforts to. Uh, to separate church and state are not about eliminating Christianity oh, right. are not about an attack on religion. They're right. about a protection of all right. and it, and it protects them as well. And we need to work on that messaging because, because it's really easy for a guy like Rick Wiles to convince mm-hmm. his listeners that that's what we're after. Well, we need religious secularists. Yeah. In larger numbers. Because we do they need do that. Exist. We do there, need there that. There are plenty of, Religious folk, and I think that the, the the messaging has been really good at convincing people that secularism is in and of itself atheist, right, and therefore bad, right. And it's like, no, you mean political secularism, political secularism, right, right. And uh, and it's like, no, not at all. Mm-mm. In fact, it's that concept, like you were just saying, protects everyone because. You know, I think if you're sitting there and you're like, no, I want religion in the schools. I want religion at, at, at City Hall. I want religion here. I want religion there. You're always imagining that it's your own religion. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when, what, what happens when it's that when, one that you actually, oh, shit, I didn't know it was going to be the right. Jehovah's Witnesses. When Wild Wild Country takes over and suddenly, you, uh, you know, uh, 10,000 people from some obscure religion just yeah. descend on your county exactly That's and start voting example. as a block yeah you want re- you want separation of church and state for exactly those moments exactly yeah um so yeah it's 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 something that they don't think about and it's and it's messaging that we need to work on yeah anyway there you go uh if for more information about what atheists believe uh just let me refer you to uh, the Christian Broadcasting Network, where they will or or <laughs> gladly tell or you. Rick Wiles's True News dot com. Uh, yeah, they'll fill you right in. They'll tell you everything that uh, that you're supposed to be believing. <laughs> so make sure that you believe that. Um, if you want to tell us all about our beliefs, you can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. That's right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook dot com slash tgi atheist. Click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but that's what keeps the conversation uh, civil. Yeah, also go to the Reddit, the subreddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash TGIAtheist. And uh, uh, speaking of our social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her work on the Facebook page. And thanks to Sarah, Dan- Sarah Danny, and Amy for their work moderating the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Redback Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. 
Indeed. And thank all of y'all for tuning in. Bye-bye. Ciao.